Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Monday, June 15th, and welcome to your work week, which may look a lot like your weekend. I've been hearing people talk about how they just lose so all sense of time during this period. It's so true. Especially if you're someone who is lucky enough to be working from home, it does feel like you're working constantly. Do try to take some time off. Mark and I have been much better about that, that we're trying to take some time every weekend just to kind of nest a little bit with uh, our loved ones. And we encourage you to do the same thing. So we are trying to help you out through this crazy time. And what we want to encourage everybody to do is to send us your questions. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Okay. Enrique writes, hi, Jill, daily podcaster here. I love it. I have a question about my 457 pre-tax or Roth. Okay. Here's the background. I've gotten into retirement saving over the past few years. I've read your book. I max out my 457 pre-tax. I put six grand in a Merrill Roth IRA, and I also invest through a regular taxable brokerage account. I'm the go-to guy for my firehouse retirement savings advice. That's hysterical. So he's a 41-year-old firefighter. Question here. Okay. I'm in the 32% tax bracket plus 5% state. I mean, he means that's his maximum tax bracket. I figured by doing 19,500 pre-tax, it saves me enough taxes to then do six grand to my Roth. Does it make sense to do my Roth for my 457? I've got 15 years to go and my pension will probably be 100 grand a year. Ay, ay, ay. You know, it's funny what Mark, when we had Goodman on, you know, he still has some questions about whether it should be all Roth all the time. But I think in this case, it's interesting that he's in such a high tax bracket. I don't know if he's single or married, but just to remind you, 32% means that he's got a uh, 163,301 thousand dollars. So more than 163 grand if he's single, up to 207,000. And if he's married, that's numbers much bigger. Now, here's the thing. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to start doing having some money in the Roth. You you are putting 6 grand into the Roth. That's great. I think the problem that you have is that your pension, which is going to be 100 grand a year, you'll also probably have social security is going to keep you in a high tax bracket. And that will mean that you'll be forced to pull money out of that pre-tax account for your required distributions. It could screw up a few other things. You didn't tell me what the total balances are. Maybe uh, split it if you could do that. Could you put half the money in the 457 pre-tax and half the money into the Roth? If that's a possibility, I wouldn't mind you splitting the difference. But I think you're in great shape. And thank you so much for listening. We do really appreciate that. I'm glad you're the go-to guy in the firehouse. Okay, Ken writes, I just turned 70 in May. I have an IRA that for the last three to four years, I've been converting to a Roth. My wife passed away in April hmm, of this year and I inherited her IRA. So he combined her IRA with his IRA. And he says that amount is $1.9 million. My Roth is $130,000. My question is, should I convert, say, another two hundred and fifty dollars to $300,000 into my Roth now while taxes are low or let it ride and pay when I will be required to take my RMD? We have one child who's 38. He's doing okay money-wise. We gift him 
30 grand a year. Thanks so much for your time. Love your show. Okay. So if you have low taxable income, I think it is great for you to actually convert some of this money. It doesn't mean you have to do it in one, you know, big, huge fell swoop, but you know, a little bit more in the next couple of years, that would certainly be helpful to have some of the money that's already been taxed. It depends how much your tax bracket is, but let's say that that at least for this year, because you will file a, a joint return for this year, you could go up to $326,000 for your conversion. That will bring you to the top of the 24% tax bracket. And next year, when uh, you are file single, then you, I don't know if I would do as much. I would still try to keep it in, say, the 24% tax bracket. And that's how much I would do it. So, Ken, I'm so sorry for your loss. It's just a terrible situation. Uh, I, you have a great presence of mind to be asking a financial question. And I hope that helps. This is from Cynthia. Thanks for all you do with the daily podcast and the calm you're fostering with all of us. I start my day with you on a morning jog and always appreciate the information you give, even when it doesn't relate to me directly. Okay, here's what Cynthia writes. We're having a real problem with my accountant. Can't get an answer from him on this. My university just started offering a Roth 403B option. I'm thinking of making all future contributions to the Roth instead of pre-tax. He won't give me an estimate on the tax implications. Is there a way to calculate this myself? An online tax calculator? I've looked and can't find one. I'm 56. My spouse is 58. We've got a million bucks in retirement accounts, 100 grand in Roth. My only debt is a mortgage. I max out my 403B. We think we'll be in higher tax bracket in retirement. So exploring if I should put all future contributions into a Roth 403B. I plan to work 10 to 12 more years. How can I figure out the tax implications if I switch to a Roth 403B? Is this a good move? Okay, let's say, is this a good move? Yes. I love this idea. Especially because, as you say, you think you're going to be in a higher tax bracket in retirement. So there you have it. Your combined salaries, okay, right now, it's $110,000, right? And you're asking me, what is the implication for not using a tax-deferred account? So if I look at married filing jointly, you guys are in the 22% tax bracket. My thumbnail on this is that you will, and I'm not sure what your state implication is, but that money that you're putting, that 19000 actually 19500 this year, would be taxable at a 22% rate. So, you know, it's pretty easy to kind of look at the numbers in that, I, I don't know, kind of simplistic way, but it, 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 I think it would work, right? So if you, if you said 19500 and you said, what's what's the 22? It's, it's, you know, you're going to pay an extra four grand or $4,300 in taxes. But again, I think this is the right idea. As far as the best calculator, Mark and I were poking around. We were trying to find it. And then I found this article in a CPA journal. And listen to this. Many online calculators are available to assist with the analysis of the benefits of a traditional and a Roth, but... It is not likely that any single online calculator can pick the optimal IRA type for an investor, okay? So there you go. So you're looking around and Mark says, maybe that's why your um, your accountant isn't calling you back because he or she is also doing that. Here's what I think. I think you should just use the Roth version of the 403B and I think that that will serve you best and it's going to cost you, you know, probably 
four or five grand more in taxes, but it will more than pay for itself down the line. Okay. So this is from Mary who says, a friend just introduced me to Worthy Bonds. It's a startup that packages loans to small businesses as bonds. Okay. Well, a bond is a loan, so that's good. Okay. Worthy Bonds guarantees a 5% return. You can pull your money anytime without penalty. I'm sure you've heard of them. I'm sure I haven't, Mary. I'm sorry to say. The concept sounds great, Mary writes, until I read they are not profitable, which means they can fold and your money could be lost. I'm curious what do you think what you think of this and if you've commented previously. No, I have never heard of this and I would stay away, stay away, stay away, stay away. I don't like anything. There's no guarantee of 5% right now, okay? Anyway, if you hear that, it's totally not a promise that any institution can keep. Interest rates are at zero right now. There is no way to guarantee 5% return. Okay? So there you go. This is from Teresa. Jill. Oh, this is so nice. Your voice is a godsend. Hmm. Thank you for all you do for us. 14 years ago, I hit my bottom in life, in my finances and my personal life. I've worked hard in getting better and staying better. Now at 55, I am a credit union certified financial counselor and lead a department whose goal is to educate and assist others in reaching their financial goals. Because we are not licensed as a CFP, we guide individuals to connect with those that are the experts. Yours is a podcast I recommend to groups I present in front of and to my team. Oh, isn't that nice? Thank you for making sense of what can be very confusing and scary. Thank you for your kind words and being that voice every day that brings comfort. You make me remember what I know so I don't make an emotional financial decision I may regret and you teach me so much daily. Truly a godsend. Thank you, Teresa. Oh, Teresa, that is so nice. And you know what it says in the subject? Turned my failures into a life passion. Teresa, thank you for that note. Thank you for doing what you do. That is a godsend, helping people. And I appreciate your kind words. Mark and I always are so grateful that everyone who is listening is listening. And we really do appreciate you taking the time to write to us. Well, that's it. That is the program. And so if you like Teresa want to do something nice, it doesn't have to be to me. But boy, a note like that sure does make my day. I know that. So uh, try to lift somebody up, do something for someone else, or, you know, put your hands on someone's back metaphorically. Don't touch them. All right. Because you want to maintain that social distancing. Please continue to wash your hands, wear your masks, be careful out there, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.